Art is generally perceived as a way of detachment from real life, a key to revealing some invisible meaning in the world that surrounds us. It's a means of communication, actually, but it isn't entirely true for all the genres of art, like hyperrealism, where the thin line between reality and art is virtually erased in sculptures and paintings that artists create. Numerous branches of realism are focused on producing artwork that resembles a real-life image. Some of them even go a step further and beyond. The fundamental contrast between hyperrealism and photorealism is in the artist's approach to their work. While photorealists aim to reproduce their paintings as precisely as possible so the human eye can't differentiate between the original and the painting, the hyperrealist artist inserts his narration and feelings into his work. Labeled as a significant advancement of photorealism, the style of hyperrealism still contains some elusive differences from its predecessor. At the same time, the hyperrealists take their techniques a step further. As the saying goes, hyperrealism may create the atmosphere of surrealism as no one sees the world in such detail. The origin of the world hyperrealism can be traced back to 1973 when Izzy Brashat fabricated the title for a catalog and the exhibition at his gallery in Brussels. The exhibition involved influential artists like Richie, Noli, and Daikol, but it was directed by American photorealists such as Chuck Close, Ralph Goings, and Don Eddy. After the event, the term hyperrealism was used by sculptors influenced by these photorealists. Hyperrealism is actually a movement I originated along with Dwayne Hansen and John DeAndrea in the late 1970s. We created sculptures that resembled a photograph from a distance, but when up close, they were three-dimensional works of art. The sculptures were much more than technique. We took them a step further to create a more detailed and definitive rendering, often containing a certain amount of narrative and emotion. Conclusively, hyperrealism offers an extremely effective means of exploring how we as individuals interact with ourselves and others from our everyday lives. For this specific reason, artists have the freedom to use hyperrealism in portraying humans as an array of lenses ranging from social, political, or to the psychological, aesthetical, or external workings of the human mind and body. To create hyperrealism, we must go over and above, past the current level, which behind the line of art. So how did it go? Did they stray beyond the line of art where their work became just an example of superb skill? Or did they blur the lines between art and reality, making way for a new hyperrealistic expression?